Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a business professional, a consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD and anxiety. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. Let's tear down the labels and the masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. My goal is to encourage you to ask more questions, period. Get to know the opposing viewpoint. Find out the why behind the what. Go behind the scenes with yourself, others, and the world around you. So I was watching TikTok the other day and this TikTok came across my feed and it got me thinking, like the quote in this got me thinking. And it says, it said, the gap between what your soul loves and the amount of time you spend doing it will be the size of your unhappiness. The gap between what your soul loves and the amount of time you spend doing it will be the size of your unhappiness. And that sat really heavy with me. Yeah, this, I think this sentence is the epitome of self-love. And, and this is something that I've been striving for over the past few years of my life. And I think this sentence finally gave me something tangible uh, to, to keep things into perspective for myself. And, and self-love and self-care are different. Self-care for me has always been like taking a relaxing hot bath or dyeing my hair, getting a coffee and walking through Target casually. And that's not bad. I need those things. But honestly, I was rarely doing those things for the longest time. And I've been trying to do better like now at making myself a priority. This isn't something I've ever been good at. But I'm realizing that even as I'm trying to make this a, a a better habit of mine, I think I'm also shortchanging myself when it comes to self-love and self-care. And I had this perspective shift when I heard that phrase. You know, like I said, I've been trying to make me a priority and trying to make self-care a regular occurrence for me and not just something that happens when I'm feeling burnt out. I'm trying to be more proactive versus reactive when it comes to me. Because honestly, that's how I approach the rest of my life. I try to be very proactive with the rest of my life. I don't just don't think I've ever given that to myself. You know, over uh, the past few weeks, I've been trying to integrate some sort of self-care into my day, but I've definitely found myself struggling to acknowledge like what is the best self-care for me. And I don't ever really feel like my self-care packs a big enough punch, if you know what I mean. And a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about, you know, like our own capacity and we did a little self-assessment exercise. We talked about, you know, taking care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Yet for some reason, I didn't contribute a mindset of self-care to all of those aspects. I think I've limited my self-care to some form of relaxation and and doing the stereotypical types of self-care. 
And I think it's because I didn't fully connect self-love and self-care until I heard that sentence. The gap between what our soul loves and the amount of time we spend doing it will be the size of our unhappiness. Self-love has to do with our thoughts and our feelings, our passions. These are the things that our soul loves. Whereas self-care is the action that supports self-love. So self-care is the time that we are spending doing the things that our soul loves. And goodness, does that make sense to me now? It's like a light bulb went off in my head and that not like the typical light bulb that you screw into the kitchen or the bathroom. I'm talking about like a spotlight up in the sky on a dark night type of light bulb. What are the things that my soul loves? What are the things that I'm passionate about? What are the things that make me happy? What are the things that fuel me and give me life mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally? Spending time with my kids, spending time with my friends, doing yoga regularly, meditation and prayer time, having my apartment organized, painting, the list goes on. There are so many things that my soul loves. And honestly, this explains why I I threw myself into my job so heavily for so long. My job fueled me because I was accomplishing so many things that I am passionate about, but I was a textbook workaholic. And that was only one aspect of my life. I, I wasn't taking care of the other aspects in my life. In fact, my life revolved around my job, revolved around my work. And I don't regret it. I loved what I did. And I plan to do uh, some of that in my own way moving forward. But there was a big season of my life where the majority of what I was doing was just taking care of my family and working. And that was it. I was having a hard time fitting in other things that my soul loves into the to-do list because I had this mindset, like I couldn't do the extra stuff. And that's definitely how I viewed it. I viewed it as an extra. I couldn't do any of the extra things if the things on my to-do list weren't done. I had to earn that free time to an extent. You know, we always hear people say, do the things you love, do the things that make your heart happy. And that always aggravated me to an extent. You know, I was like, oh, cool, must be so nice to have time for yourself. But they were making that a priority. I was just annoyed because I wasn't able to prioritize that in my own life. And I was really unhappy with where my life was at. You know, over the past couple of years, I've really stripped everything away and I've been rebuilding my life. And there's been a lot of inner healing and growth that has happened, a lot of tears that have come with that as well. But I've been focused on building a life that I truly love and that I'm passionate about. So this has me thinking, you know, am I really prioritizing the things that my soul loves in spite of what seems like a never ending to do list? Or am I still allowing the to-do list to dictate my life? How much time am I giving on any given day? How much time am I spending on the things that my soul loves? If I'm being honest, not enough. It's more of a as I have time type of thing right now. If I have time, I'll do some yoga and grounding exercises. If I have time this week, I'll hang out with my friends. If I have time this week, I'll get some painting done on the series that I've barely made any progress on. But if I'm building a life that I truly love, and we go back to the original statement that started this whole rant, 
The gap between what my soul loves and the time, the amount of time I spend doing it will be the size of my unhappiness. And if I'm building a life that I truly love, that would imply that I'm spending a good amount of time doing the things that my soul loves, not putting them on the back burner. And this has completely reframed self-care for me. It's not just relaxing and unwinding at the end of the day. It includes that, but it's not limited to that anymore in my head. It's giving me the chance to say, these things matter to me, so they matter today. Blocking time out to paint. Spending time daily in my faith. And sometimes it's even doing things that I don't enjoy, but I know that I need. Like doing the dishes that have been staring at me for over a week and making me uncomfortable. I know I'm going to feel better once that's done. What would it look like to have a lifestyle that is filled with self-care? It starts with that self-love. It starts by identifying the things that our soul loves and then making those an active part of our lives. As I've been processing this, I'm realizing that maybe self-care is more of an action-based outward expression of gratitude for the human that I am. We all bring something so beautiful to this world, but I wonder how many of us are actually living that out. I know for many people, we've put things off because it's too hard or it's too messy or we're afraid of failure, so we don't even try at all. But what if we embrace the mess and instead had more of a mindset of gratitude for all the things, changed our mindset from an I have to to an I get to? So instead of thinking, I have to work out today, and then shaming myself for not having a healthier lifestyle, I can say I am thankful for my body that has carried me through so much life already. And I'm going to take the time to move my body today so I can feel my best. Not setting the expectation of I have to get a 45-minute workout in today, but instead saying, what does my body need today to feel its best? Okay, let's do some yoga. Let's go for a walk. But at some point today, I get to move my body around and show it the love that it has shown me for the last 31 years. Instead of complaining that I have to pick up toys every day off the floor, I can instead have this mindset of thankfulness for the mess and knowing that as I clean the space, I'm helping myself in the process. When we can shift our perspective and settle into this gratitude mindset, the day-to-day things become more meaningful and they fuel us differently instead of drain us. When we shift our mindset and say, I'm thankful for me. I'm thankful for the human that I am. I'm thankful that I have an apartment to clean. I'm thankful that I have these creative ideas that I'm excited to create and share with the world around me. I'm thankful for my kids and the mess and the stress that comes with that. Watching my four-year-old throw a tantrum and instead of me being extremely reactive to her, which is typically my first response and I'm sure is the response for many of you, Instead of being extremely reactive to that tantrum, I can instead be thankful that she's acting her age and she feels comfortable enough with me to express her frustrations. Life is way too short for you not to love yourself and the world around you. If you're not happy with every aspect of your life, let's figure out why. What are the areas that are causing you stress and what can you do about it? I'm not saying do what I did and blow everything up, but if you need to remove something in your life and course correct at all, do it and do it sooner than later. 
Don't tell yourself, I'm going to focus on my career and I'll work on my relationship with my kids when I have more time. And at the same time, don't have the mindset of, oh, I'll start taking care of myself when my kids are big and life slows down a little bit. Do it now. Be the best version of yourself right now. There are going to be curveballs that we have thrown at us and life is messy. We can either choose to live in the past and in the mess and let that dictate our lives, or we can embrace the life that we get to live to its fullest capacity. Let's start prioritizing the things that our soul loves. We're going to do a part two to this at some point, and we're going to talk more about how to walk out living a life of self-care. It might be next week. It might be a couple weeks from now. Uh, but for this week, I want us to focus on, or you know, at least for me, I'm going to be focusing on, and I'm hoping you're going to focus on it too with me. Uh, let's focus on the mindset part. Let's focus on really identifying the things that our soul loves and having that mindset of gratitude, even when those things are messy. Because the reality is that it may not be there tomorrow. You may not have tomorrow to do those things. And it's not just about making sure that you're in your best self, but when you're in your best self, what you bring to the world matters. There is so much happening in the world around us right now. And I know there are people out there who are passionate and want to stand up and want to help and want to see the world be in a better place than where it's at today. But you're nervous to show up. You're nervous to stand up. You're nervous to be heard. You're you're letting that, whether it be imposter syndrome or fear or whatever it is that's holding you back from doing the thing and, and living the dreams out that you have, you're letting that rob you of a life that you're truly happy in, of a life that you love. I hope you have an amazing week. I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you. You've got this.